Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Did you just hit record? Is that why you said hold on? Yes. He said, hold on, what saucy shit did you just say? <laughs> um, I think I accidentally committed a hate crime yesterday. What do you mean accidentally? Like, it took me a second to realize it. I, I should have known better. I was really taking a chance. Um, this kid, shout out to Jordan Perna. Cool kid I met in the Albany comedy scene here. He uh, lives up in broad, like the broad Albany area of New York, which is like fucking an hour and a half, two hours north of where I'm at right now. And he does like hour and a half, two hour drives to comedy. Um, he does teaching and he does comedy. So uh, he had a pink mohawk. He could have just been a really cool teacher. And I was talking to him about Ann Arbor last week. So like Ann Arbor, I went out and did comedy. And it was fun. But the first mic I went to um, was kind of like a LGBTQ pride mic. So like the people like use it too much as a platform instead of going up there to tell jokes. Everybody had a vibrating butt plug in. That's why. <laughs> they were talking about how they were non-binary, which I think that's just what being non-binary means. You just have a vibrating butt plug in at all times. So makes sense. I just I was sitting there talking to him about it, and I described it as I'm like. You know, man, I, I said it like such a, a piece of shit conservative white man. And I was just like, I was like, you know, man, I was like, the first week I went to, it was all right. You know, nothing against them. It was just kind of a pride LGBTQ mic and like nothing against them, man. Like, I'm totally okay with that. I'm all happy for that. But it was having trouble holding an audience. You know what I mean? And I'm saying this to him and he's like, oh, yeah, totally. I totally get what you're saying. And uh, when he walked away and he goes up on stage a couple minutes later, he's like, hey, so I'm Italian and I'm gay. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just fucking, like, talked shit about the gays to a gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I told the other comedian I'm standing next to, he's like, yeah, man, I think you just committed a hate crime. He's like, yeah, but he's a, he's a good sport about it. He's cool. He'll, he won't give me too much shit about it. He hangs out. Exactly like what he said about the guy. He made a joke. It was pretty funny. He's like, uh, I'm Italian and gay, so it's just like, I like kissing you on the cheek a lot. That's that's the whole joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that good. <laughs> came off, you know, I was at this point, I had committed a hate crime. So when he came off, I'm like, dude, it's awesome. You're gay. I love that you're gay. You're gay. Ah, <laughs> you were just backtracking ah. as hard as you could. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I have fucking rescued so many gays. <laughs> <laughs> Like, from what? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I send 35 cents a month to the gays. He's like, dude, he's like, thanks, man. I, I like the Italian gay joke. I feel like there's a lot of premise to it. <laughs> we proceeded to make 10 minutes worth of Italian gay jokes. <laughs> That's the opposite of premise, dude. He did, there was zero premise. I know. I was like, yeah, I'm Italian and gay. So, like, I kiss people on the cheek twice, and then I jerk them off a little bit over their pants, and I'm like, forget it, that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording and that was when we got canceled right there when we talked about the gays giving a hand job <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're back again guys episode 33 this is the what, what do you call it freemasonic episode what no this is our larry bird episode talking about white greats we should go down all, the list of all the white greats <laughs> <laughs> no we Richard can't do that Stock. Larry Bird. 
every other athlete in the NBA before the 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this is our free our Freemasonry episode. Freemasonry, why? Because 33. Yeah, we're gonna get into conspiracy theories. Yeah, I uh, I thought 30. I thought it was 43 levels to the Masonic Temple, not 33. Yeah, 33. I don't have anything prepared for it. I was just kidding. <laughs> the human spine is 33 bones of vertebrae. Interesting. Are you getting in uh, Gematria right now? <laughs> yes. What is this, a fucking Sam Tripoli episode? <laughs> yeah. Arsenic, a.k.a. the poison of the kings, has an atomic number of 33. Think we can get Johnny Woodard's number? Hit him on Twitter. You have a tweeter, don't you? Yeah, I just made one, actually. <laughs> Hit Raymond up on his Twitter, <laughs> at Raymond Tweets. Jesus was 33 years old when he was crucified. What's your Twitter called? Uh, I don't know. Really want me to put it out? We, yeah, why not? We gotta think of funny Twitter handles. Spicy Pancake Farts. Spicy Pancake Farts would be a pretty good Twitter name. That's gonna be my Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy Pancake Farts. I'm following two pages, zero followers on Twitter. Is there anybody just like sending you direct tweets like, get out? No, I don't, I don't interact with people on social media. You're a Russian bot? Is that what you're doing on there? Yeah. Ray Rooks. That's my name. Ray Rooks? Yeah. What are you, a fucking chess player? I follow two pages. Daily Loud. Uh, okay. And then Fight Haven. Fight videos. I thought you were going to say Ella Page. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hunter Biden Daily. Been an interesting beginning of the week. I. Uh... <laughs> You're not saying it's crazy week anymore. You're just saying it's an interesting week. Very uh, intriguing. It's crazy. I didn't go and get stuffed chicken wings this Sunday. So upset about it. It's fine. Um, You're gonna get tired of them. No, I'm not, Raymond. <laughs> I want them so bad. We need to learn <laughs> to make them ourselves. I know. I've been watching videos. Looks pretty fucking interesting. I think I want to make a device to unbone chicken wings and stuff <laughs> with meat. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Like, she was using a fucking meat cleaver. The girl I was watching do it, and she was just like. You know what? It's funny, like, poor people and Asian people sometimes both. <laughs> are, you, are you saying they're synonymous? <laughs> yeah, I was getting raised. You know, that. poor people like Asians. <laughs> poor people and Asian people sometimes at the same time both use knives for, like, things they're not supposed to use for because they don't have any other knives. <laughs> like, I've noticed this in, like, other countries. And I could just be Maybe I've just been using my knives wrong, but, like... I've noticed this in other cultures. Like, they use the butcher knife way too much. Like, get a fucking smaller serrated knife. So. Yeah, but they're fucking nice with it. Yeah, I know. So the video I watched is this little Cambodian with a small uh, butcher knife just, like, yelling at her child the whole time, like, bong mao! <laughs> and just fucking... She's just cutting at the joints and the knuckles and getting the bones out the whole time. She probably cut out all these racist voices I make. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Dude, she literally turned a chicken wing inside out with a butcher knife. She pulled the bones <laughs> out. It was insane. I was watching the video, and she did it like six or seven times over and then stuffed it with meats. And I got to tell you, I was blown back in my seats. Both my socks, my shoes, and my pants had flown off at this point. <laughs> I dropped off my truck. That piece of shit getting worked on again. Hopefully it comes back in the best case that it needs to be. Dude, I'm up in Albany again. You drive literally a piece of shit. Dude, I know. I fucking hate it. Shout out to Chevy Silverados. I'm going to find you and kill you. 
<laughs> I'm so fucking tired. I'm so tired of this thing. I, I love it and I hate it. This time it's not one of the two things I've already replaced. It's something different. So hopefully, like, I get a better answer or get whatever taken care of finally for the last time so that I don't have to worry about it. Working on my gains this week, dude. Trying to get less fat this week. I'm not working out. I'm just eating better. That's not gains. <laughs> gains, bro. Gains with a Z. Fucking down with it. Hella down with it. It's like I'm hella downs with the cause. I left a whole cheeseburger in my grill for my pet rat that lives in my yard now. Did you really? I just was too lazy to get it. I, I was, man, talk about one of the saddest moments. Like, it almost drops you to your knees. I'm sitting there grilling burgers, and I flipped one. And he got away and slipped through the cracks and fell into the the drip pan. I almost cried. <laughs> I'm like, we have one less burger than we planned for. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You could have saved it. No. The, there's a rat. that I told you there's a rat that climbs up in my grill and, like, sucks the drippings off the dripping pan. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't want rat turds. <laughs> I think you're a rat. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> just me. Yeah, I left him a whole cheeseburger. I'm <laughs> hoping he's having a good week. It's just been fucking raining the whole time I've been here this week. Dude, it's it was downpouring yesterday. I love it. Absolutely torrential downpour. And it was nice because like it was hot and humid. And you should stand in that nice, wet, somewhat cold but hot rain. It's a good thing. You just went outside and got on your hands and knees and just yelled into the sky. <laughs> Put my AirPods in, listen to a little bit of Creed. No, honestly, there was a point yesterday where I was sitting in the nice, warm rain. It's a nice thing sometimes. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying while you're over there doing vape tricks, you little bitch. I'm doing comedy this week. For once, I don't have to do that stupid fucking battle mic on Mondays. It was just pouring rain, and I guess the guy that was running the mic was like, you guys fucking deal with this. I'm taking off this week. So they, they were like, we'll do actual comedy this week. I don't know what's going on in this Albany scene. But I've seen it on their Facebook page before, and then I watched it in person the other night. These fuckers just love talking about rape and, like, all these weird jokes. And it's where, like, strangers that come from outside the crowd will comment on Facebook, like, on the Facebook page, like, you guys suck. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they've, like, pretty much, like, made posts, like, hey, so I was a audience member at this open mic over at this place last Wednesday, and I just have to say, the amount of rape jokes that I heard was ridiculous. I feel like that's all comedy. Yeah, dude, and it was funny, because I didn't notice it until last night. I'm at another mic, and this girl comes up to me and that gay kid, Jordan. The gay kid? <laughs> but I, would, I mean, I introduced him as the gay kid, but I committed a hate crime against him at the beginning of this episode, so. <laughs> she came up to me and him and was like, uh, you guys are really good. You guys are the only ones I heard that didn't say a rape joke tonight. So good job. I was like, oh, thank you. I didn't know that was actually supposed to be a compliment. <laughs> you just make a rape joke immediately. Somebody was talking about the guy before me was just being a weirdo and brought up sucking dicks. And like the people that I was telling jokes to, like last night was at this place called the Beer Garden where a bunch of college kids go to. It's an indoor place with picnic tables. Tell you what type of place you're walking into a brewery with soccer. Scarves hanging from the, the rafters, picnic tables, and all college kids. So you can picture that setting. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. The setting was all right. <laughs> the guy before, dude, I went third. And like the first two guys, the first one sucked. Second guy was good, but he was just a weirdo. And he talked about sucking dicks a lot. And I was like, all right, 
I'm gonna get up here and I probably won't talk about sucking dicks. <laughs> so like, dude, it was Pride Week or Pride whatever holiday. I know, so I saved it for like my second to last show where I talk talk about Doctor BJ, my son, and our father son dick sucking team. Because <laughs> I bring it up like, all right, guys, I lied. I actually am gonna talk about sucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you go to their parades? Pride parades? Yeah. Oh no, I uh, what did I have? I had something to do that day. Yeah, I was there. Something more important to do that day. I actually, I didn't look up the dates here, so I, that's why I didn't go. What what days were they? <laughs> Did you go to a pride parade? No. Yes, yeah. Yeah, which one? My ass and my titties just out. I want to see these pictures. <laughs> and what you're supposed to do as a straight male when you go to the pride parade, are you supposed to let your cheeks out? You're not allowed to cover the cheeks when you're there. You can't just dress normal at the pride parade? No, dude. I had a dog collar on with spikes. With a leash going to my friend as he's holding the leash. Was it Tom? <laughs> That'd be a pretty fucked up scene to see you walking his cat, Tom walking you. Yeah. <laughs> Assless chaps. <laughs> Chugging a bottle of poppers. <laughs> Just drinking poppers, you said? Yeah. What are poppers, yeah? So it's actually, it's like a, a liquid. You know, let's do some research. You know, yeah. All I hear is people talk about poppers. Raymond don't even know what poppers are. <laughs> I used to think it was a, a pill, obviously. People called pills poppers, but... I'm starting to think you weren't there in Ashless Chaps in the collar now. <laughs> how, do we, how do you Google this? Poppers gay stuff? No, what are poppers? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I just, <laughs> I just searched poppers, and it's saying it's pills again. For Apollo poppers? <laughs> 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 immediately got distracted. Dude, you want to go to Applebee's right now? Okay, so let's see. It's like something for your printer. What? It's a liquid, a chemical class called alkyl nitrates. You inhale it. So it's similar to like a, a salt, like a, a fucking smelling salt. Yeah, but it's a liquid. Okay. It's used for practical purposes to facilitate anal sex. What? <laughs> By increasing blood flow and releasing the sphincter muscles. That's why people take poppers? It's not just, you know, weird? It's loose in your butthole? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know this? <laughs> Get with the times, dude. It's pride. Every time I've heard someone say they're on poppers, I just assumed that it was because, like, they were sniffing them and getting rowdy. I didn't realize it was to open their butthole. <laughs> Inhaling nitrites produces a fast-acting, short-lived, and non-specific relaxation of smooth muscles. In parentheses, along with the sphincter muscles of the anus. <laughs> it's like, by the way, your butthole's going to be loose. That's a weird thing to be like, yeah, man, we're out doing poppers. Dude, I've heard so many people say, like, we're out doing poppers, getting weird. Like, now when you hear somebody say that, you're like, you're out loosening your butthole, getting weird with people? That's kind of <laughs> weird, dude. Like, I've heard Zach Amico talk about being on poppers. I've heard Louis J. Gomez talk about being on They do them at Skankfest all the time. And I'm like, is do the people do it like it's a... Uh, cocaine? It's a joke, dude. There's no way. Fucking way, dude. I want to see this shit. Well, I'm actually on the Wikipedia, and there's a section called History of Poppers Legislation in Australia. Let's see. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I looked up what the poppers do to you. <laughs> It'd be really funny if it was, like, makes you fat. Also <laughs> makes your mouth spicy. <laughs> like, that's jalapeno poppers, dude. Come on. Dude, I rip the Ozempic, then I just take a whiff off the poppers. So yeah, we we know about poppers. Did you look up what do poppers do for gay sex? Is that what you looked up? No. Because I looked up what do, they, what do poppers do to you, 
And nowhere in the first explanation does it talk anywhere about your asshole. <laughs> Dude, that's the number one reason people use them. I don't know what you're looking at. Poppers are liquid substances people sometimes inhale to experience euphoria, relaxation, or enhanced sex. They cause a rapid dip in blood pressure when inhaled. They may also have unpleasant side effects. Yeah, when it talks about sex, it means it's it loosens your butthole. You just don't know, dude. You're not hip to this shit. No, I'm re- read this article. Poppers are often associated with sex for a couple of reasons, blah, 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 gay shit. While poppers are often associated with gay men, people of all genders and sexualities have used them recreationally since the 1960s. It's not just for gay shit, Raymond. <laughs> don't you dare misgender and appropriate poppers to the gays. What if I want to do some poppers and get not gay? <laughs> Well, fishing with my boys, just dance instead of fish. <laughs> Bud Light needs to put poppers on the top of every can. What would happen if you did poppers while you're out fishing with your boys? You're just on the boat with your boys. You're like, yo, man, throw one of them beers in my ass. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what. I don't know what it is about these poppers, but I feel like I could shove a whole Bud Light can in my ass. <laughs> I don't think they make you more homosexual. <laughs> Oh, man, the way you're making it sound sounds like you do poppers and you want to shove things in your ass. No. <laughs> like, I got to get something in me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that doorknob has never looked so appetizing in my life. <laughs> oh, gay shit. Raymond, you gay as hell. What happened this week, man? Anything good this week? I. What's. Wh- where, when did we talk last? Did we talk last Tuesday? Uh, Father's Day. Father's Day, yes. That's what it was. So I went to. Uh, Ann Arbor for work for the week. Got to spend the week with my mother, actually, because my family lives out in Ann Arbor now. I know what we can do. We talk about everything I fucking ate between Monday and Friday. <laughs> you think people want to hear that? You know, it might scare them. It's good. It's worth bringing up. My mother, there's something about being Italian and being fed by your mother. All right. As soon as I got into town on Monday, she just wanted to feed me. Like, come over, have lunch. I'll feed you. I'll make something. I got something in the fridge. She don't talk like that. I got off the airplane, airplane, go to my office, and I call her. I'm like, hey, I'm going to come over for lunch. And she's like, okay, well, so, like, the day after this is actually my mom's birthday on June 20th. So she's like, I was defrosting crabs for myself, but my stomach's bothering me. I know I'm not going to eat them for my birthday, so I defrosted you an entire bag of snow crabs for lunch. So I ate an entire bag of snow crabs for lunch that day. I feel like she wasn't going to eat them. She just got them for you. I, she def- I felt like she defrosted them for me as well. So this just started the fucking cavalcade of food and destruction I did on my body for the entire week. It's a slippery slope, dude. Dude, it, it, binge eating is a real thing, man. It goes quick. Just fucking like that. You'll be fat real quick. So <laughs> she gives me crab legs. I go back to work, work for a couple of hours, come back to the house, and she's like, oh, I defrosted a New York strip steak for you. You just got to cook it, blah, blah, blah. There's fucking corn on the cob. There's some other fucking shit. Also, I got some coconut cream pie for you when you're done. I'm like, Jesus Christ, thank you so much. I've never been so happy in my life. So <laughs> I think I ate a, it was a, like a baked potato, New York strip steak, fucking corn on the cob. Mind you, I didn't do it a normal way. I did fucking, I like street corn. I do it street corn style. So I hit this corn on the cob with some mayonnaise, cover that joint in Parmesan, douse it in some lemon juice and some chili powder. It's a fucking fiesta, all right? That's Monday, all right? So I ate a ridiculous amount Monday. Tuesday, I probably ate four donuts in the morning while I was giving a class. Jesus. I, yeah, probably three to four donuts at the minimum. I just, 
Daily breakfast, I was surviving. You gotta survive somehow, dude. I had to get in. So for lunch, I had Panera. I had a half a sandwich and a soup for lunch. And then after that, we went to a minor league baseball game. Daddy started it in the fucking car. We got like, this is the funniest thing, dude. He he says some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like we're like ten minutes away from the the uh, game. We're like driving down to Toledo. He gets to a gas station. I guess he went in to get a diet soda. <laughs> diet soda. <laughs> yeah. So he goes in. I guess he had diet soda while we're filling the gas, and he comes back out with an entire bag of Cheetos puff corn and one singular Miller Lite, like in a twist off can. Wait, like he bought a Lucy? He just bought a single Miller Lite. Sell single beers in different states and everything. And uh, he says, as soon as he gets in the car, he goes. You know, I went in there for a Diet Pepsi, but, like, it was a dollar nineteen for this beer. Why the fuck would I buy a soda when I can get a beer for that shit? Damn, that's not bad. <laughs> He's driving. <laughs> He's fucking talking. <laughs> so he just cracked this fucking soda, like, a, cracked this beer like it's a soda. And we're like, all right, we got ten minutes. I'll kill some time. <laughs> Declan, you want some popcorn? <laughs> oh, my God. Road soda, dude. He's crushing. We get to the stadium. You know, we're out with Mama and Papa. They haven't seen me for a while, so they're spoiling me. It's beers on deck, bro. I fucking, he's like, whatever you want, get it, drink it. Oh, man, you know the Curly's lemonade down the fucking shore, the big cups? They had those size cups with yinglings and everything. Oh, big boy yinglings, probably drank like four of those. You guys finish your beers, you pull a bottle of poppers out of your pocket. (laughs) Get a sniff off this. Get a sniff on this, let your hand out, old man. Take a hit of that. It was a it was a fun night. I uh, we brought their dog to the park because it was bark at the park. So I was in charge of a pit bull while I got tuned up in the park. How was that? Good man. He's a good boy. But there was just like one woman the entire time. He's friendly to everybody, and one woman came up to him and he showed her some teeth. And I said to Daddy, I was like, "Well, she was obviously the devil." <laughs> <laughs> He's totally fine the whole time, and he picks one person to obviously want to murder. She was obviously the devil. Dude, they know. She's mean to her kids. They know. I just watched this movie called, uh, it's like that Harry Potter spinoff, The Fantastic Beasts. Did you ever watch that stuff? Is that like a, an A&E, like New Jersey Housewives show, The Fantastic Beasts? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's a prequel to the Harry Potters. I just watched them. Thank you, Ed. Women from New Jersey prequeled the Harry Potter series. <laughs> yo, yo, we're gonna do magic. You fucking garbage. Your fucking mother couldn't even do magic. You from Slytherin, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> we're gonna go to fucking England. <laughs> There's this this like magical creature that they put in front of the candidates for like the presidency of the the wizarding world called a chillin. Yeah, it's the only animal that can tell if you're truly good of heart so it picks the candidate by bowing to it basically what you're talking about <laughs> uh, yeah uh, <laughs> so it's like a weird situation where like the dogs can't go past a certain line so me and daddy are just scouting for snacks and uh <laughs> see any talent out here <laughs> checking out the stands with binoculars across so we don't find any beer there so he goes on a mission so, like, we both just ate two, a hot dog each. We slammed an entire bag of popcorn before we walked in this place. Come back with a beer for me, beer for him, chicken tenders and fries, mini corn dogs and fries, and a hot dog with mac and cheese on it. And <laughs> he sits down with all this food and looks at me and goes, oh, yeah, the hot dog's for you. 
Dude, this <laughs> that's a problem. What? The amount of sh- now the amount of food that he just scouts and buys. The shenanigans, Raymond. Fucking shenanigans. No wonder we all have food addictions. <laughs> Lord, <ass. laughs> so no wonder this fucker's on the Ozempic. <laughs> Dude's just crushing Ozempic and mini hot dogs. How funny would it be if he was like, dude, I fucking love Ozempic, Poppers, and Mini Hot Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's his life choice. That's what he lives on. So I ate all that. <laughs> drank a bunch of beers. At one point, there was a frozen drink stand. Got me a red, white, and blue vodka drink. You know, living my best life. Bro, I walked out of there like a fucking tuna hoagie. I felt so fucked up. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Mind you, I'm on a bunch of edibles. I got some good edibles there in Michigan while I was there, and I got stupid fried. So I was just like stupid high. I ate a bunch of fucking food. I drank a bunch of beers. I'm all fucked up. I'm like sitting in the car just sweating. And I was like, oh, I'll drive home since you drank like six or seven beers. They were the tall boys. They could have been equivalent to about 12 beers. He's he's an old man, right? But we got to take care of him. Dude, he'll crush a fucking case. It'll crush a case in that dude. I hear them talk about Andre the Giant, how much beer he drank, and I'm like, yeah, Daddy'd bury that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy was drinking Andre the Giant level amounts of beers. He'd kill like a thirty rack, and he's like, we got more. Yeah, he does crush beer pretty hard. Yeah, it's not like you ever, you know the Wade Boggs story. Oh, uh, what the hell? Didn't he? He drank a hundred and seven beers on a cross country flight. Yeah, but it wasn't just the flight, though, right? 107 beers. Can you imagine how fucking shitty he was? The feat was allegedly accomplished over the course of a single afternoon, during which the cross-country travel occurred. The story goes that Boggs, immediately after finishing a game, began drinking in the Red Sox locker room before the team was set to head to Logan Airport for a flight to the West Coast. He continued to drink before the airport, during the first leg of the flight, and over the course of the layover, again onto the next leg of the flight, and then more the night when the team went out. That makes sense. Yeah, Wade Boggs got fucking shitty that day. Our father definitely has has definitely put down some serious amounts of beers. Daddy literally put a hurt on the Miller Lite industry <laughs> during the years of 2000, 2000 and probably like 15. <laughs> he should be sponsored by Miller Lite, dude. They had a picture of him up on walls in the Anheuser Bush. <laughs> they were like, "You see this fucker? You run. This is the Grim Reaper." Miller Lite. <laughs> he needs merch. <laughs> I'm gonna make a shirt that says the Grim Reaper of Miller Lite. <laughs> he needs a fucking Miller Lite hoodie for his birthday. You just get him a fucking Miller Lite hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> So the onslaught continued, Raymond. When we got home that night from the baseball game, our mother, it was her birthday, and she made me a cake for her birthday. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to make a cake. Our mom's diabetic. She doesn't really eat a lot, and, like, she has a very, like, reactive stomach, so she won't eat a lot of things. But she likes to cook, and she likes baking, and, like, she likes to cook for us. So the one thing that she likes to cook or bake is pineapple upside-down cake, which is... She loves me more. It's, so it's okay. the pineapple upside down cake is my favorite cake. It's my favorite cake too. What are you talking about? No, no, no. What do you mean? What there, do you, what there can you only mean? be I one. There can be only one. <laughs> nah, dude, I love her pineapple upside down cakes. She, uh, it's even funny. She's like, that's actually a recipe from two different books combined into one. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, make it. That was freestyling. <laughs> 
so yeah, we capped off the night with a bunch of cake, and I fell asleep on their couch and woke up like, Jesus Christ, I am in so much pain. <laughs> woke up, had a proud... I had told her I was going to get breakfast and go to the office and go in and do my work, and she, being the mother that she is, she's like, why do you have to eat breakfast at the hotel? I'm like, it's free, I gotta get my money's worth, probably pretty good, like muffins. <laughs> she was like, nah, you don't need to do that, blah, 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 blah. So, like, before I could wake up, she woke up before me and made me breakfast. So, I think she made, like, a, a four or five egg omelet. I hammered <laughs> a lot of eggs and, like, Dude. probably six or seven sausage links. That's demon shit. Why are you eating so much food? <laughs> I didn't mean it, dude. I didn't fucking mean it. <laughs> she made me, all right? So, I go into work. I'm probably at work for, like, two or three hours, and Daddy's like, oh, you want to go out for lunch? So, now Daddy's taking me out to lunch at a fucking Israeli place that... I got like fucking cucumber salad and grape leaves and fucking hummus and like we got shish kebabs and baba ganoush and all this stuff. Man, I just ate until it felt like my legs hurt and then I stopped. <laughs> you were like Squidward um, with a patty vault. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking unit Squidward. <laughs> you were just crushing food with a unhinged veracity. The vengeance. I was John Wick level crushing food. <laughs> I saved some of the food because mommy loves that type of food, like Mediterranean, Israeli, Middle Eastern, all that shit. And then came back to her house, shared the food with her, ate the rest of that. All right. That was my like early dinner, pre dinner. Gotta have a pre dinner sometimes. Then I went out and did comedy. I went to two places. Uh, the first place is the place I brought up at the very beginning of this episode. And then the next place I go to right after that is just like a fucking. First off, it was called the Roadhouse, the Plymouth Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, I walked in the door. They had bees. There was bees going. There was men drinking bees and wings. Let me guess, you ate more food here. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, uh, I went there, had about five high lives, you know, living my best life. I liked this place because on the, on the door, it said no club colors allowed. So, like, you're not allowed to wear your cut in there. Motorcycle term. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I went in there. It was dollar wing night. So I got some wings and I slammed some bees. Do you know who Terrar is? That's not familiar. It was a famous Frenchman from like the 1790s. Did he drink bees and slam wings too? He had one. You might have heard of him. He has that like insatiable appetite where you would just eat large, large amounts of food. Was he fat? Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> do, you, do you know the story of him just eating ridiculous things? No. So he was in the the French military, and he would eat like you know, like upwards of like ten rations given to given to uh, soldiers. He was kind of just like a like a carnival case, like an oddity. People would be like blown away by the amount of food he would eat. They said he would pour whole baskets of apples into his mouth and eat them like a chipmunk. He would swallow corks, stones, and live animals. Yeah, I don't believe any of that, dude. You gotta read about it. It's a crazy thing. As soon as I said he spilled baskets of apples in his mouth, I was like, yeah, okay, bullshit. He was huge. On one occasion, it said that he swallowed a live eel without chewing it. He swallowed a live eel. Like, that's a fucking cool... Guys, guess what I did last week? Swallowed a whole fucking live eel. Why'd you do that? Because I could. So, yeah, we had some wings and some more beers, eh? Thursday, definitely cranked it up with at least three or four more donuts. Am I right? Again, Panera for lunch. Jesus, dude. I get it for free for work on those days where I'm training classes. See, when I go to Panera, though, I'm eating healthy. 
getting some soup, getting a half a sandwich, or I usually go soup and a salad. Problem was, and this is what fucked me, I was trying to get an avocado BLT, and they didn't have any avocados, so I went straight for the barbecue chicken. That's that's what fucking got me. Dude, eating a um, sandwich is not eating healthy. What? <laughs> what do you mean what? what? <laughs> wheat, wheat bread, dude. What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. <laughs> and that means it's healthy. Oh, God. I, uh... <laughs> This thing, got, this thing got out of hand quickly. Got done work, went over to her house, built something for her because she needed something built. And mommy had made country back ribs or slow roasted pork shoulder. And uh, I had rice and some more corn waiting for me. And I make this entire meal up, getting ready to eat it. I'm like, oh, I'll just have pork and rice and this and that tonight. I'll eat something healthy. And just before I'm about to eat this this whole meal. Daddy comes home and he's like, yo, man, I got half a sandwich you wanted. Because <laughs> he had a sandwich from earlier in the day that he just didn't eat. Yeah, so he, he's like, they buy us these when we have these meetings. I didn't eat mine. So he brought it home and like, just as I'm about to eat this nicely made pork, rice, and corn, he's like, you want half this hoagie sandwich? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so sandwich appetizer? I had a half sandwich appetizer and then I ate a whole plate let it settle, smoke the whole joint, and then ate the rest of the pineapple upside down cake. Dude, that could kill you. Dude, I know. I survived, though, and I'm stronger for it. <laughs> I don't think I ate Friday. Friday was crazy, dude. I get on a, a plane. Yeah, I'm back to saying crazy. Friday was interesting, dude. <laughs> I got on my plane. We're about to take off, and... Pilot looks over at the left wing and there's oil dripping from the plane. <laughs> He's like, no, it's all right. Yeah, no, he he was he didn't think it was all right. He stopped everything. Look out there, he has duct tape. He's, just, he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, don't lock the doors yet. He runs out there, wipes it off. Bites a piece of duct tape off. <laughs> yeah, bites a piece of duct tape off, spray paints it, gets back in the pilot's chair. All right, we're good. Stripping oil through the duct tape. <laughs> what ended up happening is there was like some type of power generator in the uh left wing that the main seals on it failed and dumped all of the oil from this device into the wing which could have caused a fire and a bunch of other crazy shit people were mad as hell at this pilot i was dude i was like the last guy getting off the plane i gave this guy knuckles i said yo man good catch (laughs) (laughs) wait you had to deplane and get on another one so, yeah, they get down. They're like, well, we're going to see if we can take, take care of this real quick. And if not, we're going to deplane. So we get back. Like, we're, dude, we're on the top rim and we're getting ready to take off. We're on the, the runway. And he sees it and he's like, hey, guys, I'm seeing something. I got to just check it out real quick. Checks it. They realize what's going on. They drive us back to the gate. We get off the plane. They, de- they ter- determine that the plane is not fixable at this moment. And they put us on a different plane about an hour and a half, two hours later. People were mad as hell, dude. I was like, first of all, I was on so many edibles. <laughs> I, I like at this point, I had just planned that I wasn't going to eat really this day. Like, I woke up in the morning, mommy's like, You didn't eat anything. I'm like, No, yeah, no, I had three edibles. She's like, Yeah, but you didn't eat anything. I'm like, Yeah, I know. I'm just going to torture myself till I get to the gas station and get a slim gym and we'll be good. Because, like, you ever taken edibles on an empty stomach in the morning? It's the worst thing it ever. It fucks you up bad. Really bad. <laughs> so, I went to the gas station when I filled up my truck. Slammed a couple Slim Jims, drove to the airport, almost died, got back off the plane. Wait, how many milligrams of edibles? Maybe 40 or 50 milligrams. Mm, Okay, that's a decent bit. Enough. What's the most you've taken? 
160? Dude, I have a horror story. Oh, so do I. I have. <laughs> you've met me in one of my horror stories when I felt. You, remember when you came home? And you're like, you are, are you all right? And I'm like, dude, I feel like my fucking face is upside down right now. <laughs> so hold on, I'll finish this up here, man. I didn't really eat shit Friday. Like I just had a salad and a half a wrap at the airport. Then I came home. And we bought a bunch of Chinese food. I drank beers. I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning, went to a barbecue, and there was a fucking sheet pan of chicken parmesan. (laughs) (laughs) I had to start my diet Monday morning because, dude, man, it was not a good week, (laughs) Raymond. It was not a good week. Um, Sounds awful. What's your horror story, Edibles First, before I tell mine? So I ate a thousand milligrams before. Why? It was by accident. I did not plan this. Did you throw it up immediately? No, I did not. Did you get sick? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Violently? Yeah, I met, I met a nether demon. <laughs> did you have a total out-of-body experience? Yeah, I was, I was hallucinating pretty hard. I mean, I was swimming in a pool drunk as shit. My friend used to sell edibles, and they gave me one of them. It was a nerd's rope. Have you had a nerd's rope edible? Yes. Usually the ones that I bought are dosed at 250 milligrams, so I, like, segment them. Yeah, I didn't know that you're supposed to do that with this. It was. A, <laughs> I'm swimming in a pool, he hands it to me, and it was, like, it was one of those instances where I just ate it, and he looks back and is like, what did you do with that? I was like, oh, I just ate the whole thing, not knowing what was in it. And I was, like, to the point where I was like, no, nah, I'll be fine, and eventually had to get out of the pool because I was, like, unable to see. I was so fucked up and was just hyperventilating, sweating for hours and hours. I mean, it was, it was a horrible, horrible experience. I don't think I even ate edibles since then. I mean, I was twisted. How, how old were you? Uh, I was probably like 19. Hella twisted. I was like a fucking pretzel, dude. I was bent like a crowbar. So my buddy made edibles with Reclaim. He did this all the time, but he hadn't really dosed it very well. So he did, he's like, hey, man. I don't know how strong these are, but they shouldn't be that bad. You can just have them. Gave me some. And it was one strip, and he had some, too. And we're all watching football that night. And he's at his house. I'm at my house. I drove home with my friends. On my way home with all my friends, we're at Wawa. And I'm like, hey, man, I got these edibles. If anybody wants an edible before we all go, I take one of these, maybe two, most likely one. Everybody else takes one. I drive from Wawa in Swedesboro. And then right as I'm getting up to the corner of Union and Cohawken, my truck dies, my old 1986 van that my grandfather gave me. Um, it used to overheat all the time. I had a bad water seal. The shit, The Schwagen. The, <laughs> the dirty deeds mobile. So, Dude, that's um, such a piece of shit car. I love that thing, man. Don't say that. <laughs> Conversion van? It overheated like a quarter mile down the street from my house. And I was like, I'm just going to walk home. Don't worry about it. I'll call Raymond. You ditched the car? <laughs> the vehicle right there at the corner. I'm like, it's close enough. I'll walk home when Raymond gets off work. We'll go pick it up. So I had just taken this edible. Daddy's like away for a few days. And I get in the house and I go, ah, Mom, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm happy Daddy's away today because I took an edible. It's going to be a good day. 25 minutes later, I looked at her and I'm like, Man, I'm happy daddy's not here because I'm pretty high, but I'm having fun. Maybe another 25 minutes later, I'm so viciously high that it felt like my face was upside down. (laughs) Like, I was getting vertigo. 
and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I just so fucked up right now. I need to take a nap. So like, I'm taking a nap on the couch. And she's like, can you go let the dog out? I'm like, yeah, sure. I go stand up, let the dog out. I go let Butterscotch out in the yard. And not even kidding, man, I took like 10 steps. I got to the sunroom and just immediately got vomiting, like started vomiting. And like, I, I don't think I ever cleaned this up. Like, <laughs> I, I just threw up onto the bricks in the sunroom and let her out the door. And then when she came back in, I just was like, I got to go to bed for a while. I'm fucked up. I was like, just tell Raymond to come get me when he comes home. You came home to wake me up. And I was just dead in my room. You're like, hey, uh, we got to go get your car, right? And I'm just like, yeah, man, I just don't feel good. I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> Eventually, like nine hours later, <laughs> we went and got my car after I just like went through this horrible experience. The next day, I call my buddies and I'm like, yeah, man, what you guys think of those edibles? And I called my buddy Chris over in Widener. Everybody had a very similar experience. Like, dude. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why did you give me that, man? I, I fucked me up for the entire day. Chris Chris was like, dude, we each took one right before the Eagles game, and we all missed our classes the next morning. <laughs> like, f- like, three or four people, they all just got so fucking... It was like, so, you were so high that, like, you were having vertigo, and the next day, the burnout was just so bad, man. It was, like, worse than a hangover. I don't fuck with edibles anymore, dude. This has been a rarity for me. I don't really fuck with them, because, like... Recently, I fucked up and took too many edibles. I was fishing with Timmy, and he gave me a candy bar. He's like, oh, it's a chocolate candy bar. Take a few chocolates. So they took two, and I took, like, four. And he's like, how much did you take? I was like, he's like, dude, you took, like, 95 milligrams of edibles. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> we're sitting there fishing. The one thing I don't like when you're too high on edibles, you just feel like you're going to get sick, like squeamish. Yeah. I said to him at one point, I was sitting there all fucked up. He's like, yo, big dog, you all right? I'm like, man, I feel like a fucking can of beans right now, dude. <laughs> I feel fucked. I feel like fucked a stack up. of flapjacks. I literally said to him, I feel like a can of fucking baked beans right now, dude. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with edibles like that, man. I, uh, I feel like they've always led me to a deep, dark path. It is dark. When I worked at the hotel... I made that faithful mistake of taking too many brownies. Yeah. Like, I was was ordering from Dankmates, and, like, what better thing to do as the overnight head of security at night? Like, the only person <laughs> on duty, like, the person running the cameras, what's a better thing to do than to order your weed to the back door of the hotel? This is just, like, the trope of, like, the security guard just looking at the cameras, and you're just like sleeping <laughs> you're just falling asleep in the camera so, bro, I, uh, somebody's just robbing the place mind you i had them deliver the drugs to the back door of security like, <laughs> like yeah no, no one's gonna catch you i'm in charge here right now so <laughs> i had like ordered like three joints and two brownies and they were like five dollar brownies so i didn't think they were nothing special and uh my next time out i went and smoked a joint and i took a brownie and i'm like walking around and i'm like out when you go out on these shifts, it was like out for like two hours, two and a half hours. So like when you go out, you go up to the kitchen and get your like nighttime lunch, which is like they made dinner at one o'clock in the morning for all of the people working overnight. I went up there. I filled a container with like a burger or two, a bunch of French fries and a bunch of other shit. I go outside. I smoke a joint, take, a, take an edible, go sit in my car, hang out. Then I go back to the command station. And uh, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, that fucking brownie just didn't hit me, dude. And, like, I I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat the other one. And I'm sitting there, 
and I'm in the command station, and now I'm there for about two and a half hours and waiting for people to come in. Like, I'm at that point in the night where it's, like, close to where, like, at the end of my shift right now, people might start coming in. I was so fried by the time this time happened, I fell asleep. <laughs> You're walking through doorways sideways. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting there in the seat, like in one of those like those fucking like desk chairs, zung, bro. Just button wood out. And Montez, this guy, walks up and opens the door and it's like a glass window. And I wasn't awake and he just took it and slammed it closed. He's like, Wake your ass up. What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just tired. <laughs> I just, it caught up to me, and when I woke up, I'm like, man, I am fucking fried right now, dude. Did you ever get caught by your bosses? Yeah, never. I didn't really do that very often, as well as, like, <laughs> like when I did overnight shifts, man, you know, the boss was away, and daddy was playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would do the silliest shit, bro. Like, I'd be like, oh, I have the next two and a half hours out. I'm going to go sneak up to the boardroom with my PS4. Plug <laughs> yeah. it into the hundred and like the 200 inch screen and go play Fortnite at one o'clock in the morning. I, I love that shit. I'd be fucking, I'd be driving around with a dab ring on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the most, the worst possible decisions you could possibly make. Like we're at parks, like at the park. <laughs> yeah doing drugs in the park i'll be driving a tractor for like 11 hours just smoking dabs oh uh, you're talking about on the farm yeah well dude there's a whole different thing going on on farms you could do that shit um i was doing this in dress club. like dude i would go into the boardroom lock the boardroom and then drop this pro- this projector down turn all the lights off and put this ps4 up and i was like dude if anybody ever comes in here and sees this i'm gonna get so fired <laughs> you're, so you're, you're fired immediately <laughs> I'm sitting there with my tie undone, my jacket off. I'm eating Twizzlers, playing video games in the boardroom. <laughs> Have you ever gotten fired from a job? Never. I've never been fired. Either. Yeah. I always wish I did. It's called not being a piece of shit. <laughs> no, dude. It's called not getting caught being a piece of shit. I wish I had a firing story. Wait. Didn't you get fired from a chemical plant? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I didn't get fired. Oh, you quit because you were like, oh, you're not going to fire him? Well, I quit. I got into a fight with a guy and he like threatened my life. And I basically told him to fuck himself. And uh, because I retaliated, they were going to get both of us in trouble. And I was like, all right, then. Well, then I I can't ever work with this guy again. Like one of us is going to kill the other guy. They're like, well, you can't switch shifts. You have to keep working with him. I was like, there's no way I can work with this guy. I mean, he... (laughs) He attempted to physically assault me. When I first met this guy, he told me a story about how his, at his previous job, he, like, also threatened to kill somebody. I was like, yeah, I mean, this this guy's got a track record here. Your small talk. <laughs> He's, it was insane. It, it, he described to me that he had a psychotic break at his previous job. Nice. Like, okay. Like, he really figured some shit out, or he really unfigured some shit out? <laughs> I don't even know. Dude, it was insane. I used to, it was, I used to make nail polish in a factory. Large, large amounts of nail polish. Raymond used to mix up nails for fat bitches and acrylics. No, dude, this was, this is top of the line. It was sold to the largest companies in the world. Yeah, Gucci? I used to make no money. 
which was a job you got through a friend's mom where she was like, oh, you're going to love it. It's going to be a great job. It's going to be great. And then she quit like immediately. She quit a week after I started working there. You got hired and she's like, oh yeah, no, fuck that place. They were pieces of shit. It was an insane company. You had to sign NDAs and shit, not talk about the processes that we were doing. It was insane. What were you doing, man? Like making a recipe for a cake, mixing chemicals into a batch with like glitters and pigments and colors and... You doing anything illegal? Any illegal dumping? Any nuclear items? No. I mean, there was a- it was very dangerous, too. They use acetone in large, large barrels to clean everything. Nice. I mean, like a day three getting splashed in the eyes with acetone. <laughs> That's a list of what not to do. <laughs> it was incredibly dangerous. There was also stories of other factories that had exploded. And they Jesus. would like, they would do like uh, classes on how that to not to happen. They would show the videos of it. Just a guy getting engulfed in flames. <laughs> getting engulfed in flames. My favorite part, because I teach one of those classes, I teach a forklift safety class. My favorite part is, is like when they're like, boom, 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 boom. Camille and Janice were friends and they loved working together. Yeah. And then one day Janice did some dumb bitch shit. And Camille is missing three fingers in a leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always love how they try to do that, like, the positive spin. Like, the one presentation I've been giving has a lot of videos in it that have, like, 80s-level soundtracks yeah. with just, like, superhero changeovers. Yeah. It'll be like, a brown, like a hot, like, rock, like, guitar background in one scene. And then the next scene will be like a fucking like Batman filler, like it didn't make any fucking. And there's sense. a burn victim. Somebody like somebody like gets ran over and they hit with like a it's like a guitar scratch. It's so weird. <laughs> You're like, oh no, you just sexually harassed Janice. <laughs> like what these classes are. <laughs> it's a hard record scratch. It's like, <laughs> what else is new man are you are you going live yet what's happening going live on what OnlyFans? yeah you think i could start an only fans poppers and shoving baseball bats in your ass yet or what <laughs> yeah. you think i can make money doing that doing only fans yeah all right is that a serious question <laughs> i have a friend from high school she was an mma brazilian jiu-jitsu person mm-hmm and she was pretty good at it. And I use Reddit sometimes when I get bored, so I just like go through it and see all this different shit. Like one thing I'll do occasionally, Google people that you knew growing up, or like type in people's names on Reddit growing up. Just curious, just to, just to see if somebody fucked up and there's like a subreddit where they're like a pig strangler. Like, you know what I mean, some weird shit. My friend that was an MMA fighter. She's a pig? No, she has, she has a subreddit advertising her OnlyFans where she does erotic headlocks. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. I was like, no! My sweet baby child friend, no! Did you break the story, or was this known? Oh, I don't know. That's why I'm not saying her name. <laughs> but I uh, I type in her name, and I'm like, oh, wow. There's a couple results. And I'm like, there's more than a couple results. There's subreddits talking about this girl. She probably cleans up. Probably does, dude. Just fucking... Rubbing her stank ass on people while she puts them in headlocks? That sounds like a moneymaker. What would my niche be, though? Your niche? 
I don't know, probably like putting not exactly fat, but not exactly skinny guys in inner tubes and pools and tickling their feet. Maybe. I see you be I see that being your thing. I'm Raymond and this is pool time with Raymond. <laughs> I would have to use a different name. I hit a rare last night at a, at a, a open mic. Somebody got sassy with an audience member, and I was in the back like, <laughs> Well, I don't know. What, what do you think your niche would be? Maybe some ASMR or something. Is there OnlyFans of people doing ASMR? A hundred percent. ASMR? Yeah. Yeah, but what is ASMR? It's a lot of whispering and shit. Autonomous sensory meridian response. A tingling sensation that usually begins on the scalp, moves down the back of your neck. Yeah, but what do you what are you gonna announce and speak on? <laughs> just me eating Burger King and talking about it. If it just get down to it, these little sesame seed buns on this bread. <laughs> My car. A type of content that aims to soothe viewers and trigger pleasant tingly sensations. I don't know. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that. <laughs> you think? I don't know. Judging off the last episode. Your fucking friends said I have a shit voice. <laughs> You're like, now yo, you try, try this, this Big Mac yet? <laughs> hey, yo, let me tell you about something that's been bugging me all day. Oh. <laughs> Is that what those videos are of the little Asian dudes eating food from convenience stores? No, no, that's different. Is that considered ASMR? Like, boom, ding, 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 ding. I went to a convenience store and got a tuna sandwich in seaweed. It was good. It's that's not that. Not no, that's a bang, mukbang. Have you heard of that? That's a mukbang. That's a mukbang video. Yeah, where they just eat food. Oh, that's what I know what a mukbang is, but I thought it was a variety of foods. Is that a, a genre? Yeah. Wow. I mukbang hard, dude. I should start mukbanging. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see you just fucking slam food. I'm definitely a mukbanger. You think? Dude, come on. Look at me. You think I don't go... You, you don't think I go on mukbangs weekly? I, I, we literally just described my weekly, my last week's mukbang. <laughs> I just went back to the page where I was searching poppers. One of the advertisements is... It's a picture of gummy bears. And it says, take two before bedtime. In seven days, your pant size changes from double XL to medium. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is it a picture of gummy bears? I'm clicking on the ad. Let's see. This shit's ridiculous. I don't know how we didn't just realize that I just described a week-long mukbang in Ann Arbor. So <laughs> that's definitely the name of the episode, mukbanging in Ann Arbor. Mukbanging. Yeah, I think we're tapped out here, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're tapped out for the day. Hit up Raymond at uh, Rafflecopter My Tits on Twitter. (laughs) 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 Announce your Twitter right now. (laughs) Announce the handles. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's not Rafflecopter. (laughs) It's not Rafflecopter on my tits. All right. That's enough of this. Icy pancake farts. <laughs> All right, Raymond, hit your socials. <laughs> Guys, thanks for hanging with us. Follow the show at 555 Let Me Call You Back on Instagram. Follow Declan at Declan Loves Meatballs. And find me at Ray underscore Brooks on Instagram. B R O O X. And that seems to be everything. We still have that phone number going. And uh, I mean, you know, every week that we don't get a single response to it, it hurts.
It hurts. <laughs> Raymond, hit that number. Phone number is 215-360-3451. Call us or leave a message. Yeah, would- call us. Let, let us know you love us or you care about us. <laughs> Raymond could really use that. He's about to go on a hard mukbang. Declan <laughs> really needs this right now. <laughs> I really need this right now. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, have a great week. We'll see you guys next week. Thursday's my birthday, so happy birthday, Declan. Yeah, you'll, you'll. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be my birthday. So if you hear this episode on Thursday, the 29th, I am 28 years old and still fat. So hit me up. Yep. Later, Gator. See you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.